Success is elusive, but it doesn't have to be. This is Limitless Belief, a weekly podcast where we discover the principles of success by those who use them well. Be encouraged, be inspired, be limitless. So welcome everyone to the Limitless Belief Podcast. I'm your host, Frederick Tobert, and I'm very excited to be with you all today. Um, whether you're at home, in your car, or taking public transportation, uh, we appreciate you spending some time with us today. Uh, this podcast is all about creating a community where people can come share, learn, and grow from the examples and stories of individuals who've overcome limiting or limited beliefs. And uh, that's why I'm so excited about our guest today. I believe he represents what we would love to see more of in the world, which is people just going for it, right? Going for their dreams in spite of everything not being perfect, in spite of some of the limiting beliefs that we may have, uh, you know, placed on ourselves. Um, having that burning desire, right? Having that desire to serve, learn, and give back. And our guest, Josh Reck, is, um, is definitely a great representation of, of those things. He is also the founder of Kobe a community for creatives, dreamers, leaders, and entrepreneurs where Josh was, he always had this dream about creating a space where these, these people or people, creative people could, you know, build relationships, strong relationships with one another, collaborate, work, and rest side by side. And uh, for as long as I've known Josh, let's say probably three and a half years now, he's always been someone that wants to help individuals experience life to the fullest as far as what that means for them. So I'm just really excited, Josh, to have you with our podcast today. How are you doing today, man? Good. Good to be here. I'm super excited about this. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, um, one of the things I always like to do, you know, uh, when someone comes on the podcast is just try to take things back to the beginning and try to work our way forward. Um, so that way we could just, you know, just kind of get to know who Josh is, right? And uh, some of the, some of the uh, key events that may have happened in your, in your story, I just try to build off some of those things. So one of the first things I like to ask is just, you know, where did, where did things begin, you know, for Josh Reck? You know, take me back to the beginning where your life journey began. Yeah, man. Well, I'll, I'll uh, try to give a brief summary. And uh, yeah. yeah, I grew up in the northwest suburbs of Chicago. Okay. So I'm a suburb, I'm a suburb boy. Um, <laughs> and uh, I basically have been there my whole life. Um, and I'm kind of back there after going to school. Um, I always had this dream. Well, actually I didn't even, I I didn't know I had it, but it, um, film was a huge part of my life. Okay. And, uh, I grew up making movies with my, I have a twin brother, Chris, and then, um, my two cousins, uh, we grew up across the street from each other and we just, I mean, we'd always make movies. We took our parents' video camera and it was funny because I was actually just, I was actually just uh, writing an article and recording a podcast about this. But basically every movie we made was um, probably trying to do like a remake of The Matrix. We had like trench coats (laughs) and big guns and secret spy briefcases. They like every, every single, uh, every single, movie we made was pretty much the same thing right. um, and uh and that's kind of kind of where that that um started that love for film started and okay. i went i went to college and i at first i didn't know what i wanted to do i wanted to 
become an architect. And then I realized that was way too much math. Um, <laughs> like I'm, a, I'm, I'm pretty good at math, but I was like, that doesn't sound that exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I talked to one of my buddies that we did, we did movies, uh, growing up in like middle school and stuff. Um, but he was going to school for film and I was like, what you can do that that's Mm. crazy i can go to school for making movies Mm. and so that's when i decided to uh, go to college for film and got a degree in that and my goal was to be a director in hollywood and uh make some awesome movies be like steven spielberg and jj abrams and yeah yeah all these these cool movies (laughs) so that's kind of that's kind of where like my my journey started as far as what i what i wanted to do It seems to me that you know you're one you you were one of the lucky ones I call it you yeah. know that that were able to match your passion to your 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 actual education. Yeah, so and, rare. Right, very very rare, and I think that I think that that is really cool, man, and it, it really gives people like a head start, so to speak, you know, in life, you know, um, yeah. where a lot of you know a lot of us are still trying to figure it out, like to this day, <laughs> you know, like you know, twenties, thirties, forties. You're still trying to figure out like what's that what's what is what is my thing you know and uh, i think it's really i think it's really awesome that you were able to kind of figure it out early and just were put put in a position or were in a position to kind of cultivate that you know and how how your life has been blessed by it and how the individuals you've been able to co- collaborate with have been blessed by it as well you know i think that's that's really an awesome an awesome thing um what were some of those like early uh influences that began to kind of shape your your character and your, and your beliefs, the beliefs that you currently maybe have now, or have they changed? (laughs) Yeah, that's a, that's a great, that's a great question. Um, I had to think about that for, for a second of who, like who those actual people are, you know, actually it's, it's kind of funny because um, the people that I feel like really shaped my character were not really in the industry that, that I, I went into or like any of like any of the guys I looked to, up to in film. Um, yeah. It was more people that were just involved in my life. Right. Uh, I, I feel like, I feel like one of the first ones um, that I think of is, is are, are my parents. Right. Um, I feel like, I feel like that I just, I, I'm just super blessed to have an amazing family. That sure. we're, we're close. We, I still see them all the time. They're in the area. Um, and we still, our family still hangs out and gets together like every week. And, um, yeah. and so I would say like my, my dad, um, is one of those people just as far as character, he is probably one of the most generous people that I know. Um, yeah. and just loves to serve people and, um, yeah. he'll just, he'll go out his way to do that he he like he'll he'll find the people that um pretty much the people that that other people just don't see that may be invisible um like i think of for for their church um he goes and picks up kids that um are in this apartment complex because they don't have a ride to go to church that i feel like either they're uh, single parent families or um just just don't have a way of getting a church so he'll like go and like carpool always kiss the church and and that's just like that's just how he lives his life and so i feel like um he's he's definitely 
um, one of those people has shaped my character as far as wanting to give um, to other people um, and be yeah. generous. Yeah. And, um, and then also my mom. Um, it's funny, my, my parents are very opposite in their personalities. Um, really? But my mom is uh, one of the most compassionate people that I know. She's someone who just will sit down with you, ask you every deep question that you could ever think of. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we always, for sure. We, me and my sister and brother always laugh because we uh, hear from my mom all the time. Is like, how's your heart? And, and we're like, <laughs> oh, we know we're going to get that question. So yeah. my sister actually bought her a t-shirt that says on it, how's your heart? Oh, wow. Because <laughs> uh, that's, that's just what she wants to know. And, and she isn't in a hurry to do anything. And, um, and, just, and just is very present with, with people. And so yeah. I, I learned that from her is um, learning just to ask good questions to people and just be with them and yeah. find out about their life. And so yeah. um, I'd say, I'd say my parents are two of the people that have influenced me the most um, in my mm -hmm. life. Yeah. And I can see that. I can see that, you know, just knowing you and just thinking back on some, you know, some of our early interactions, like, you know, uh, in the beginning, you were very generous, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, very compassionate. Uh, and till to this day, you know, that's, that's, you know, when I, if I think about Josh, wreck as a person i would i would probably think of those same words you know generous compassionate you know wanting to serve people and things of that nature so it's, it's so interesting that you say that you know the two biggest influences in your life have they really just kind of like passed down to you <laughs> you know yeah. that, that that same dna is that is that kind of yeah. like accurate you think <laughs> yeah it's, it's like it's, it's like your most cliche answer i feel like your parents but but it's like so true it's just like it's that's those are the first people I think of yeah um, and then and then there's been there's been lots of other people along the way that have have changed my life and um, but I would say I would say that's that's been the biggest influence in my life yeah no that's that's really huge that's really huge um and that's a blessing too and uh, I know I know you said as a young man you know growing up you um had dreams of becoming like a director in Hollywood yep um where did, where did that start? Like, where did, I know you were filming the films, but like, where did it start? Do you, can you recall, like, did you watch a film one time that was like an old movie, a black and white, <laughs> like, yeah, like Rose? That's, that's, <laughs> you know, that's a good question. I, I'm trying to think of where that actually would have, would have started. Like, yeah. um, I don't, I don't really know as far back as I can remember we we were just that was just what we were doing was was making <laughs> videos and um and i yeah i've always i mean i've always loved movies i, I don't know if there's like a particular movie from like childhood that uh, i grew up loving um yeah but as far back as i can remember we were just we just were making movies i mean from the time that i was like probably like six seven years old like eight years old just had the video camera and was like doing like these like uh stop motion videos we had like action figures and you'd like press record and stop it and you'd like yeah. move the little guy and, and just be this long tedious process but we'd spend so much time doing it we'd spend hours doing it and um 
yeah so we just wow. yeah my, my I'm, I'm really thankful like my dad um got us uh like movie software where you could like do like these animated characters and um mm-hmm. they had these scenes and stuff and and that was that was like another thing we spent a ton of time doing so wow so that's that's what i just remember from my childhood i don't i don't know if it came from like a particular movie or inspiration <laughs> yeah I, I just came out of the womb doing it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, it, was, is your mom or dad, are they, are, are any no. one of them kind of like into film or? No, like, that's what's no? hilarious is like, wow. I don't, I don't know where I got like the creative side. My dad is totally a numbers, math, analytical guy. Like yeah. he, he's an inventory uh, manager, director, um, for a shipping company and so it's like numbers all day long yeah uh, so he's like that analytical type and um my my mom doesn't really have like any creative artsy <laughs> hobbies uh she's just like she's more just like um she's she's more of like a counseling type and so i'm like i have no i have no idea where it came from right um, right but, uh, that's that's so interesting you just were like, you know what? I'm just not doing anything with math. So what can I do? It's <laughs> yeah. like far away from math as possible. Yeah, yeah. Give give me <laughs> give me something creative to do and uh, don't be <laughs> analytical. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I know I know you have a twin, right? And uh, but for our listeners, you know, I uh, you guys look exactly like uh, just you know for anybody that's listening out there, uh, Josh and his brother are like for real, for real tw- twins, like for real twins, <laughs> and. Um, what which twin would you say you are like what you know because there's always like a little there's you look the same but you're different personality wise so like what twin what twin personality are you josh i know you both are creative we we're both creative we are so different yeah personality we're similar (laughs) in some things but we have some big differences i i would say i am um your cliche oldest sibling super responsible okay like following the rules even though i like hate that i follow the rules i'll still do it yeah yeah and occasionally i'll get i'll get upset that i follow the rules all the time and try to rebel against (laughs) the rules but then i feel guilty about it so Mm -hmm. um but i'm your (laughs) i'm your typical like oldest sibling that always takes responsibility yeah um, and uh wants just wants to do everything perfect um and probably probably can take think life too seriously at times um, yeah and my brother um the word that we always use for him is squirrely he's like <laughs> i feel like it's a perfect adjective but he's like the goofy like more ex- extroverted yeah um, i like i'm more introverted and more of an internal processor like i'm i'm just in my head all the time he's like the opposite of just like external processor is always talking things out out loud um, and always curious. And so, um, so we, I feel like we balance each other out very well. He helps helps me uh, remind me that life can be fun and like that's his core value is fun. And I totally need that. I'm like, Oh, this is so nice. Just getting out of my head um, and having fun. And then, And then I, I just help um, him with like some processing things and um, right. and like purpose and like, hey, like 
there's there's some like big things that you're made for and let's help you find those so we we're good we're a good balance of each other and wow. uh, yeah we're 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 i would say we're pretty much um he's he's one of my best friends so we that's still awesome. talk all the time that's really awesome that's really awesome um it's it's really it's really interesting that you say that you know i um you know like the uh you know just thinking about just the podcast in general like the limitless belief aspect of it uh is there anything in reference to like these seem like strengths to, to me but do you feel like some of these things that you just kind of um you know communicated about you as a person like taking life too serious being a responsible one do you do you feel like these these strengths are can sometimes be limiting uh for you yeah in, in what ways yeah. yeah so i think i think it's it's uh just my perspective of how i see myself yeah um, and that's why i see them as limiting is um it's easy to so in my family i don't know if you're familiar with the enneagram i was actually yeah. just practicing this the other day yeah but i'm four okay um, four and three on the enneagram which yeah. um they're like fours are known to be like moody and depressed <laughs> and just really like emotional um deep thinkers and like I, so i feel like i'm very different than like the rest of my family and okay. so when when i think of when i think of some of some of these things and and, and i don't actually know where like the responsible um responsibility fits into there because i don't know <laughs> if words are normally responsible i think that's more of a learned behavior um mm -hmm. but um but yeah i think when i when i look at those things i just compare myself to other people and i'm like yeah i guess like i need to have like when i, I look at responsibility i'm like oh i feel like i'm being a a, a downer and people just want to have fun and Right. And, and and in bringing in like this seriousness, um, I feel like I'm definitely different from like the rest of my family and just friends and stuff. And so I think just having that perspective, I see it, it becomes like a limit, a limiting belief mm -hmm. um, because I'm like, oh, I'm different than all these other people. And, um, and, and, and it makes me want to like change how I am and be like, okay, mm -hmm. I need to like be this other way. I need to make sure that i'm having lighthearted conversations i'm more fun i i like let go a little bit of the responsibility um, yeah and, and so i think that's where the limiting belief comes in for yeah. me um is is just how is is judging myself and right, right. Judge, judging those qualities and be like these aren't great qualities because i'm not like other people yeah have, have it um with 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 that that kind of like internal dialogue that's happening, uh, so like your, your friends, your family, when um, when you are when you guys are together, and um, let's say if you guys are doing something together that's maybe like more work related, uh, do you do you find them to maybe affirm more so who Josh is like from from as far as the things that you typically bring to the table, the responsibility that that kind of like structuredness and things like that, or have you found people to actually kind of like affirm some of the, some of the, the limiting things that you kind of say in your mind or is yeah, it, or is, or is I, it the opposite, the opposite? You know, I, I think <laughs> I more find, I think I more find 
people affirming those things um, and being like, oh, this is actually a good thing. Okay. And, um, which is, I mean, there's, there's times, I mean, you know, family, you, you're <laughs> like, when you're close to your family, they'll tell you how it is or if they get frustrated with something, they'll make a comment and be like, yeah, yeah. this way or whatever. And, and right. not really meaning it in a, a super intense way, but um, so like that will come up occasionally. Um, but for the most part, I feel like I've been encouraged and just, just um, my responsibility and just my uniqueness yeah. and saying, Hey, you bring this to the table. Uh, sure. yeah, actually, and I think with some of the seriousness um, in that, I, I, I just, I, I think I have that because I just know um, that people have so much more purpose than what they're living into or, or just can't see mm. um, for themselves and they just need people to help bring it out. And, and I think, I think that's where some of the intensity can come and I, I'm working on, on that of it not having to be intense all the time. It can be, it can be enjoyable. It can be fun. Yeah. Um, but I really do want to see people live into who they're made to be. And, right. Um, so that's, so people encourage me in that is, and, and that's with, that's with Kobe. Um, I mean, my family the other day is like, wow, you like something valuable that you bring is you're good at connecting with other people and sure. helping them see who they are. Um, and, and, and you can, and then you can give vision for that. And so, um, I'm, I'm learning to see those things and celebrate those things because yeah. it's, it's easy. It's, it's easy to be hard on yourself and just it see is. the things that you need to, like fix or, um, the things that you need to change or grow in and, and not see the things that you're actually good at. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, right. I think I'm in the process of learning to change that mindset and actually appreciate the things that, I do bring to the table. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. You know, just what, you know, with you building up this community that, that it essentially that's what the community is going to be about, you know, in a, in a sense, like just celebrating, you know, what each individual person brings to the table, affirming those things, you know, uh, collaborating with one another and, you know, doing it based off of strengths and things like that. And, and it's so interesting that, you know, you created that, you know, as it's, it's, it's like you're creating an environment that you can also thrive in. Right. Um, and and I, I found myself, Josh, you know, so interesting just listening to you, you know, just being able to, you know, when I'm when I'm connecting with someone, uh, if we're doing something together, um, like like a, a project or something like that, I can get intense as well, because it's like you can you can you can identify when somebody is kind of like being hard on themselves or not bringing themselves fully to a situation. And I think the reason why is because. I'm like that sometimes, right? And, um, you know, I'm like being hard on myself. It's like, I know I could have did better. I, I knew I could have did, I knew I could have did that. And, and it's like, you don't want to see other people go through that. So you're like being intense, trying to get them to, you know, yeah. not, not to have that experience. So I, I know, I know what that feels like. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's hard when you like see the end goal and you're like, I just want to get there. And it's, <laughs> it's easy just to focus on that. And what's funny is like my, my whole, Kobe is all about building relationships with people and helping others succeed. And sometimes you can get too focused on that goal, what that looks like that you actually, that you actually run over people in the process of like, right. no, I'm trying, I'm trying to do this for you. And, and then it's like, they feel like I don't feel helped at all. <laughs> right. so, so it is easy when you, when, when you're, when you're a visionary and you see the end goal and you're just like, I just want to get there. Um, yeah. 
and uh yeah and it yeah again it's hard hard to be it's easy to be hard on yourself it is it is what 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 processes have you developed to kind of deal with your own limiting beliefs and i guess on the flip side flip side you know me knowing you you know what process have you developed to maybe help others you know kind of deal with those you know so that way it's more efficient and we're not like you know, running people over. Yeah. So I, I would love to, I would love to learn this for myself as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would say one of the biggest things I've learned in the last few years is self-compassion. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it's, it's as simple as it sounds, but still hard to remember but just having compassion on yourself and giving yourself grace. Um, Cause the way that you're going to treat yourself is going to be the way that you treat others. It just, it just will flow out of you. However, if you're hard on yourself, if you criticize yourself harshly, it's, it's eventually going to come out um, into other people. Like um, especially when, when you have stress or when you're, you're in just a hard situation. Yeah, I will just kind of spill out. So, um, so for me, that's been a big thing, and and what that looks like. Um, well, one, I, I'm seeing a counselor, which is super helpful to okay. have a professional um, to help you see some of the things that you wouldn't recognize yourself, and just to help you talk through that. So, I highly recommend that for everyone, even um, if you're not in like a rough place. I would still recommend being proactive in it. Um, and and so that was actually who gave me the self-compassion piece. And, Mm. um, for me, that looks like writing down, like on my iPhone, I have, um, notes in my iPhone just for when I'm hard on myself or I'm struggling with anxiety or just feel overwhelmed. It's Mm. like, I'll go to those pages and be like, okay, one of the things is a list of what I like about myself. And I Mm. literally just write out as many things as I can think about. And then I read through those and remind myself and just say this, I, I, I love that I'm super creative. Mm-hmm. I actually really love that I have deep emotions and um, can help people navigate those things. So just writing out those kind of things, especially the ones that uh, you j- tend to judge about yourself. Right. When you start to see them in a different light. I write those out. So, so that's one of the things that I do. Um, is is just read through that especially especially when i'm really really struggling during the day to to see those things okay um and then another thing that that i actually um like to do is um actually um before i say that i i have a list of things that i need um just for my life and that i've been begun to recognize that if i don't have them then life kind of starts to go off the rails. So it's like, it's, it's like these guardrails for my life. Um, yeah. There's a list of things that I need. So uh, like one of the things that I recognize is that I need like good deep conversations with friends or family. And if, if I don't have that for an extended period of time, I start to just feel off. I start to feel anxious or stressed or I'm in my head and get in, into that cycle of thinking. Um, yeah. And it takes time to recognize what, what those things are. Mm -hmm. um another thing is literally just having fun like going out with friends playing golf playing basketball um going to a movie yeah i know i know you're a golfer (laughs) Um, 
and uh, <laughs> yeah, just just getting out of your head. I, I like need that because I can tend to get stuck in in, in cycles of of overthinking. Um, yeah. Laughter is one. So yeah. so that's that's a that's an easy one to miss when when you are so such a focused person and focused on a mission. It's easy to just like just get dive into that and uh, for sure. And, um, so so I will watch funny movies i'll listen to comedians i'll go on youtube um i'll just hang out with people that that are fun to be around right right um and then a few of the other things are just like i know i need exercise that's oh yeah i mean today i felt that i was like okay i need to, i need to just move i need to i need to just like um just release stress from my body and, and just and, and work out and sure. uh and then the other thing is sometimes I just need time to think and process. So I either go like on a walk and, um, and, and, and just let my brain go and think about all the things that like I need to do for the day or, or just need to process out, um, or, or I'll sit down and write them all out. So, yeah. um, that's, that's some of my process, um, Thanks. that I, that I do. And especially when I can, when I can feel the stress like building up. We were talking about, you know, how sometimes when we're you know, like as a visionary, right? And mm-hmm. you know, you have a team and uh we have that mission, we have a goal, and sometimes, you know, like you saw the Michael Jordan documentary recently. Yeah, right? yeah, I see most of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like let's let maybe let's use that as an example. Yeah. Like Michael Jordan, he had something that most people don't have, like this that competitive spirit that you know, included with that was that work ethic and then that, that just natural God-given talent. Like all these things combined just made him just like this in the mindset. He, just, he was just like a different kind of a t- type of a person and he was in the right environment to utilize his, his gifts. Mm-hmm. But his teammates sometimes like, you know, maybe they had like two of the three, the four or the four things that he had, right? Maybe, maybe they only had one. Maybe they only had talent, yeah. <laughs> right? And uh, sometimes, you know, it seems like he would maybe steamroll people or put people in, rub people the wrong way because ultimately what he really wanted to do was help them succeed and help them win mm-hmm. to experience heights that they, you know, that together they could do together, but, you know, separately they, they wouldn't be able to. And what stuck out to me during that documentary was episode seven when he teared up about it. Yeah, you I know? just saw that one. That was the last yeah. one. Yeah. Right, right. And, and, you know, I was just thinking about you, you know, like when you, you, you had used the term kind of like sometimes we steamroll. I, I, I don't yep. know if that was, you said steamroller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, you know, I know, I know what you mean. And I, I think when I watched that documentary, when I saw Michael Jordan tearing up about that, it's, I, I think that he knows what we mean. Right. You know, and, yeah. and it's, it's like he had to kind of switch up his, his, his process a little bit when dealing with other people. You know, how, how have you kind of switched up your process in dealing with, you know, other people to, to make them feel more inclusive and uh, to not feel like we're, you know, being, they're being steamrolled and things of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that is a huge uh, lesson. Um, yeah. And I think it's, I think it's all about changing my value system and it's easy to talk about your values and think you have certain values uh-huh. and then, and, and then you'll start acting a certain way or, or, or doing certain things 
that don't align with the values you're talking about. So for instance, just steamrolling over people when, when you could talk all day long about your value being about um, helping other people achieve their goals and their dreams and just mm -hmm. become themselves. Um, but if you're steamrolling people, you're like, okay, is, is my value actually helping them or do I want my, do I want myself to look good for helping all these other people? And I, and I think there's like a mixture of both of those, yeah. but, but you start to see what your actual values are by the way that you act. And so I right. think when I am in the mode of steamrolling people, I, I think I'm more focusing on myself and, and mm. having these accomplishments and feeling successful cause I'm helping other people and not just about helping other people. So I, I think for, for me, it's about like getting a check on my, on my values. And is this actually what I'm going after or is wow. this like a selfish motive? And, and so I, I think that's the biggest thing for me is, is just checking that and be like, yeah. okay, like, okay, this needs to change because if I'm getting frustrated with people for not reaching my expectations, mm. like that can't be about helping them. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I, so I would say, I would say that I would say, um, just having values and questioning what your motives are. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I want my value to be um, about relationships. That's one thing that I think for the last at least 10 years that I've always said, I said, and this actually comes from my parents. Mm -hmm. Their, their main value is people over projects. Wow. That's, that's their, that's their value. And I think that got passed on to me is it's easy to lose the people within the projects when you're just focused on the outcome of the project. Yeah. And um, and with the Michael Jordan documentary, you see, you see the regret of how he treated people. You can, you can see that like in the very beginning, he was, he was those first episodes, he was talking about how it needs to be done and to, in order to win. Yeah. And I think eventually got to the heart of it of, wow, was this, was this worth it yeah. running over all these people? Mm -hmm. And um, so for me, I, I want to have that value of relationships over projects and over accomplishing dreams. Cause to me, that's, that's what, as far as my values, that's what life is about. Yeah. It's about relationships. And if yeah. it's not about that, then I don't know what it is about. So, yeah, that's interesting, man. I'm, you know, I'm glad you said that, you know, just checking values and questioning motives you know these are some things that i you know i think about a lot too and um sometimes you know we feel like we're going down that righteous path you know uh <laughs> and then yeah. it could it, it can easily become more so about what you want and instead of like the greater good and uh that is it's, it's that's why it's so important to kind of have those things in place like what are your values you know um i wanted to talk to you about strengths you know at one, at one point in this conversation but you know just kind of it seems like this is a good, a good time to maybe ask you, uh, you know, how, how do you, how do you define success now? You know, at, you know, yeah. As you, yeah. <laughs> What's funny is I have it right in front of me. I had to actually write it out because it's easy to forget. Um, and cause I, I think I, I didn't really know how I defined success and that's why it was super stressful trying to make mm -hmm. decisions. 
because mm-hmm. I just I just didn't have a map. And yeah. so um, on my whiteboard in front of me, um, I have success and and I have um, and I grew up in a Christian house. I have a relationship with God and, and the, those that's like the value. That's like the primary value in, in my life. And mm-hmm. so I have success is connecting with God, being loved by God and loving myself and others and um, being me. And, mm-hmm. um, and I think that way, like if Kobe grows to be a huge thing, yeah. then that won't change what my success is. That won't change my value. And if it, um, if it crumples apart and doesn't work out, that doesn't change my success. Cause I think if I define success by the things that I'm building and the accomplishments that I have, then like, then you just, I'm going back and forth about how I'm feeling about myself, my success. And, and I've done that for my whole life. So, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of ready to be done with that. And still, I mean, it's still a struggle. It's still, um, working through that and and that's why i have it up on my whiteboard in front of me every day and yeah. so that i can remind myself of that um, yeah yeah connecting with god being loved by god having respect for myself and others and being me mm-hmm. was that yeah. it yeah 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 and i guess so there's there is one more under there too um is just doing what god's asking like for me that's that's how i want to live my life um i found that um that's just the best, best way to live. He's got a perspective way outside of myself and can see mm-hmm. way down the road. And, um, and I believe he, when he created me, he has all these purposes for me that he knows of. And so mm-hmm. uh, for me, I was like, that's, that's the best way to live. I try to do it on my own and go my own path. And even when I'm doing things that I thought would bring life to me and I would be super when I'm not following him, it just, it's not, it's not life-giving. So. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's really, that's really interesting, man. And it was, it was actually, uh, it's funny because I was going to actually ask you a question about spirit, spirituality, a word that I can't say, but I probably should remove from, <laughs> from my, from my questions. Uh, but you know, where, where does spirit, spirituality kind of come into play as it pertains to your limitlessness? You know, I know, you know, we've kind of spent some time about on kind of like the limits and the process that you've been able to develop to overcome some of your limitations, uh, limited, limited beliefs. But like, how, how does the spirituality, I think you kind of touched on it a little bit, but you know, is there, is there a basis in the spirituality that, that kind of plays into some of the limitless thinking that you may have some of the things that you've been able to accomplish in your career, which is, I would love for us maybe to spend a, five, a couple minutes on that as well. But because I think some of the, you know, a lot of the things you've done, uh, uh, Josh, is just amazing. You know, like the company you founded, uh, the community that you founded at this point now. Um, you know, we had a conversation before we even went live, you know, just talked about, you know, still struggling with kind of like some limit, limiting thinking, but still moving forward. Right. So where do you get the strength to do that? Is it is it spiritually based or is it or is it something else? <clears throat> yeah, I would say my whole entire life is based on my spirituality, my relationship okay. with God. Um, that's how I make all my decisions. Yeah. That's, that's like, 
that's my map. Uh -huh. And um, it's the, the hard thing about that is like, sometimes you don't, it's not really a clear direction. Um, yeah. And yep. it's, it's testing things out. It's spending time in prayer. Um, like I'll, I'll literally just, I'll, I'll bring God into everything, into my film work. I'll be like, Hey, like, I'm, I can't figure out a solution to this, this problem, this thing I'm trying to edit and, and just take a moment and be like, all right, is there, is, do you have a solution for me? So it's literally learning to, it's not, it's not a divided thing for me. It's I'll bring them into everything and all my decisions into, um, into my investing decisions, into um, building relationships with people. And so it guides my whole entire life. And if I didn't have that, I, I feel like I, I'm still a mess, but I feel like I'm still, <laughs> I would be even more of a mess. I feel like I wouldn't even be functioning yeah. if I, if yeah. I didn't have that. And so, um, yeah. that's, that's the basis of, of my foundation of my entire life. For sure. Uh, and, um, and it's funny. Um, one of, one of the questions that was on your, your prep, uh -huh. um, she was, um, oh, what was it? It was, it was something about what are the unique skills, um, that yep. you have that have helped you become successful. Yeah. And, and when I looked at that, I was like, I don't think it was any of my unique skills. Like I'm super thankful for the things that I have, like um, my people skills, being able to have compassion and empathy for people. Um, and, uh, and, and just like, I, I feel like those are, those are some of the skills that God's given me. But yeah. I was like, I don't think that's actually what's made me successful because I feel like I've been a mess the whole way through <laughs> starting starting a produ film production company and starting up Kobe, this creative community. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, it was, for me, I just look at it and it's like, I have no idea how I got here other than like God totally made some connections for me that I wouldn't have made on my own. Yeah. And just, he put me in that situation. So um, mm -hmm. definitely there's, there's skills to be learned and all that, but I mean, all my credit and it sounds so cliche but uh, all my credit goes to god and just where he's brought me and yeah. i used to listen to people say that and like oh whatever um you have all all these things that you bring to the table but um but as you start to do some of these things you're like there's no way i could have done this alone by yourself yeah yeah all right yeah that's that's uh that's really awesome josh um you know like in hindsight being 2020 what, what do you wish you had known you know, when you were, because you said, you know, you said, yeah, I'm still a mess, right? Which would maybe lead me to believe that maybe you were a little bit more of a mess back, back in the day. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit no, more. A little bit, that's a little bit. You know, what do, you, what do you wish you had known, you know, when you first started out that could have maybe made the journey a little less painful? <laughs> yeah, I think, so I think one of the biggest things that I wish I had known was, um, understanding my value just as a human being just understanding who i am um mm. because i've gotten run over a lot in the past um yeah. and i i just wish i just wish i understood my value and that i would like i would have stood up for myself more 
I would have trusted myself more in decisions. Um, and that's, uh, that's a lesson that you don't really forget. Um, when when you get hit hard in some of those ways and, uh, yeah, I feel like it would have been a lot, a lot of situations would have been very different if, if I would have, if I would have understood that. And, um, Mm -hmm. and I think that goes back to the self-compassion thing. If, mm-hmm. if I would have had more self-compassion on myself, um, then, then situations would have been different or, mm-hmm. or I just, I just would have, I would have treated myself better. Um, and so I, I would say that's, that's one thing that I wish I would have known. Um, in the yeah. Past. That's, that's really, that's really, uh, that's, that's deep because, uh, one of the, the, the individuals that I interviewed for the, on the podcast, uh, she has a podcast and, um, one of her episodes talks about not putting yourself on a discount rack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I was like, dang, you know, that's, that's super deep. You know, and I, you know, and how, how often we do that, you know, we, we're not valuing ourselves. So other people aren't valuing us, you know, um, yeah. or maybe we don't know what our value is. So we're, you know, we're kind of, putting ourselves in positions where we're not maximizing our potential or whatever the case may be. Um, and, you know, we're putting ourselves in a discount rack, right? Where we're, we're way more valuable than that, you know? And uh, I just thought that was so deep, <laughs> so needed. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's just like when you, when you realize that you're putting yourself in a discount rack, like it's like, nah, no, no more, you know? And um, yeah. you know, that just really resonated with me which, when you were just kind of speaking right there. That's, that's really, um, that's a great realization. <laughs> yeah, that, that will, that will change your life. Yeah. I, yeah. I did that a lot of my film career was yeah. just like not valuing not only myself, but like the work that I did. And, uh-huh. and so I was, I mean, I was giving people like crazy discounts and stuff or, or I would um, feel bad and do things for free Okay. Um, and, uh, and, and part of that, that helped, helped me make connections and all that. But a lot of it was cause, cause I put myself on that discount rack and, <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, that's, that's one of, that's actually one of the things that, um, talk on, uh, the Kobe podcast is okay. um, the, the barely breaking, even creative, like, of just just not valuing what you bring to the table and valuing your work and it's so easy yeah. for especially creatives to do because um, um, sometimes it's not as uh, tangible as a skill of maybe doing like accounting or something right uh, and uh, so so sometimes people don't value it as much when they when they can't see that value as clearly yeah no for sure and you know you know I, I, I'm glad you brought up the um, I'm glad you brought up Kobe. Uh, Cause I do want to talk, talk a little bit about, you know, uh, we didn't really talk about, uh, you know, like your college experience and things like that. Uh, briefly we did, you know, you, you went to school for film and uh, you graduated and did you, after you graduated, did you immediately start your own company or did you start working for an actual like firm? Yeah. So after, so after college, I, I graduated in 2010 um, okay. and actually throughout my college experience, I made the shift of not wanting to be a Hollywood director anymore. And that (laughs) was was a whole journey, but, um, long story short, I I changed my, my mind in that I still wanted to do film stuff, but I I was just trying to figure out where I wanted to go with it. Okay. Um, And 
I've decided I want to do more like documentary style work and um, and more more video work along those lines. Okay. Uh, and I, I ended up doing I ended up doing an internship in Kansas City, which was totally unrelated to my degree. Um, it was with International House of Prayer, and that okay. was that was God totally changed my life in my direction in college and i was like i want to spend a year six months just focusing on my relationship with god and, and building building that and my spirituality and so mm-hmm. i did that for six months in kansas city um mm-hmm. and got out of there and ended up doing video work on my own so uh just a freelancer uh i was living at my, my parents house i was um doing work for so cheap, um, doing lots of free projects for people. Um, and, and learned a lot through that. And so, um, I did that for about four, four years. And then okay. I co-founded, um, a video production company with a couple other guys and, uh, did that for, uh, about two years, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe a little bit longer than that, but about two years. Mm-hmm. And that just wasn't going the direction that, I want, I was hoping that it would go Okay. and then ended up, um, I thought I wanted, I was like, I don't know if I want to do video stuff anymore. I want to do, uh, since I found that like, I love just connecting with people and just, and talking to people and helping them figure out their life. I thought I wanted to be like a career coach. Okay. So I tried that. <laughs> I stepped down from, from the, the film company and tried to move into that to about like a a little bit test out the waters and I was like, no, this is not the thing. And, and I always throughout the last 10 years, almost I've had this dream of starting a creative space for uh, people to be able to build friendships and relationships and to collaborate on projects together. Um, yeah. Almost like a co-working space. Um, but focused on the actual relationships. Yeah. And just, and helping helping people live out their potential. Yeah. And so that was so I was like, you know, this life coaching thing isn't working out. What if I try this dream of starting this community in this space? Yeah. And so that so I I just decided to go for it. And wow. Um and and so it's it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> which is which is crazy when you have a dream um for so long but um but yeah it's it's happening and we're building for people we're um we're starting a mastermind a creative mastermind group for people that are wanting to start projects like side projects or businesses or have ideas that Mm -hmm. basically what the process that i went through was i have this idea for this creative community yeah how do I even do this? <laughs> right. Right. So, um, yeah, so that's, so that's kind of just how it happened was I, I just, things weren't working out what I was trying to do. And I was like, well, I've had this, this is my biggest dream of my heart. So why not just go for it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that, do you think, uh, like in these, in each one of those different points in your life, you know, professionally and personally also, I would imagine, um, that with this thing being in the back of your mind, was that something that was always kind of like maybe pulling you maybe in another direction, but you were doing that work for 
you know, whatever purpose, maybe it's because you, that was what you got your degree in. Maybe you kind of felt yeah. like you had, you had to do that work. Is that, is, is that like a part of it where you were doing what you thought maybe was expected of you or were you, were you, were you passionate about filmmaking still? Like what, yeah. what was kind of, yeah, for sure. What were yeah, some of the hurdles? So, yeah, I think it was a little bit of both. I'm yeah. still passionate about film. Like I, part of the reason why I'm starting a creative community is because I love creativity. And one of my expressions of that is in film. Right. And, and so I still love it, but I realized the capacity that I was doing it in wasn't what I wanted to do. I didn't want to okay. be, I, we were doing projects for big organizations and, um, and some of it started to become monotonous and, um, and weren't necessarily as creative as I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And, I still had this, this tug uh, inside of me with wanting to do this, this creative community. Mm-hmm. And I still remember, I still remember the day um, where we were trying to make me a salesperson because I, I just, I was so lost in what I, what I brought to the organization. I was yeah. like, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm bringing to this organization. I don't know. like, I 99% of the stuff that I was doing, I didn't enjoy doing. I was okay. good at, I was good at being a producer. Um, but it was just like, I just don't enjoy this and I, I can't do this long term. And so I, I had this tug in my heart, but I just kept pushing that away. I was like, no, this is, so that was where I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do. You're just supposed to, to grind it out and just keep working at it. And mm-hmm. that's kind of just how work goes. Yeah. And just because that's what I've seen from other people just doing jobs because yeah. it's a job and you get paid for it. And yeah. uh, and my mentor, uh, Mark Chasman, who also is one, uh, one of your mentors as well. Yes, he is. He, when we were making me a salesperson, he just asked me, is this a thing that you want to be the best at? And in that moment, I even knew on the inside, I was like, no, but out of my mouth was, yeah, this is what I want to be the best at. I want to be the best salesperson. I want to be the best at connecting with people. And I thought about that for like a week is like, I can't believe that I told him this is what I want to be the best at when I knew this wasn't what I want to be the best at. And so, but, and, 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 and that one question, like, just like ate at me i was like i cannot stop thinking about this this is this is horrible like he put this thing in me that's just like gnawing at me and i was like i cannot get this out of my mind and so i came to a place where i'm like the thing i want to be best at is building a community for for creatives that help people accomplish the projects that they want to accomplish and build this community that they love being in and it's super life-giving and yeah. that they can learn to be who they were created to be. Just be sure. the best version of themselves. For sure. And, and when I figured that out, I was like, that's what I want to be the best at. That's what I want to spend my time doing. And yeah. Help people with. So, so that, that's kind of where that shift happened. And when okay. I figured that out, I was like, okay, there's, there's other things that happened in, in the video production company that For sure. pushed, pushed me a little bit quicker to that decision but in the end i was like this is what i want to do this yeah is what I'm about. 
that's so interesting. Like what, what, what do you think, what's that thing that makes us say yes when we really know it's no, like, like since, since you recently been through that, like, what do you, like, I don't know if you've maybe thought about that in hindsight, like, what is that thing that makes us say yes when we probably, when we know we should have said, said no. And you know, what is that? <laughs> like, you yeah. know, cause I, I've, I've experienced that too. For, for me, I know exactly what it is. It, it's probably similar for a lot of people, but yeah. for me, it's as simple as it's people pleasing. I don't want to disappoint other people um, because yeah. I, in that moment, I was like, this is what my mentor wants me to be. Right. This is, this is the expectation. And I don't think he even, I don't think he even cared. This is what I, what, like, this is what he wants me to be. I think he cared about me just finding what I was passionate about and what I was yeah. going to do. Right. And I had, I had this thought in my mind of, okay, if I don't say yes to this, then I'm, then I'm not successful or I'm not living up to his expectations. And, um, and so I, and so for me, I think that's what it is, is, is wanting to try to live up to other people's expectations. Yeah. Yeah. And when you made that transition to say, you know what? No, it's not. At that point, did, did, did the switch become other people's expectations to my expectations or God expectations? Like what, what, what was that? What was the, op- you know, I know Mark always says operating system. So how was that? How was the operating system kind of reconfigured at that point? Like mm-hmm. what, 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 what was, what came out of that particular? Yeah, I, I think it it was, it was me making choices, not for other people. Yeah. Cause there was so much stress in, in that whole situation. I felt, yeah. I felt so stressed and um, sometimes, sometimes it's a, a blessing of stress pushing you, pushing you out to yeah. something new. But I was like, I can't, I cannot continue to, to try to please people and try to meet people's expectations. Like that's yeah. literally going to kill me. And so yeah. I was like, I gotta, I gotta learn how to make decisions for myself and what God has for me and yeah. knowing that at times that's going to push against other people's expectations and right. people are not always going to like that because, um, they, they had other, other plans for you. And so, yeah. right. um, and so I think that's where that, um, life lesson of, of just, I wish I would have known to stand up for myself and to like see myself, my, my worth. And if I had known that I probably made that decision a little quicker. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really, that's really big, Josh. And uh, I just want to affirm you, man, is to say, you know, I know how difficult that can be because I I've, I've struggled with that a lot, you know, in my life too, man, just, um, just that fear sometimes, you know, sometimes you feel like you owe people things or whatever the case is, whatever it may be. And, um, you know, that you, it's just the fear of the unknown, you know, <laughs> like, and, uh, one, I think you, you, I was going to ask you a question in reference to like, what was the most important thing you learned in your life? And I don't want to assume that that that's it, but the, the question was kind of loaded where, um, it was like, Hey, what was your life like before learning it? And what was your life like after learning it? And, uh, as you were talking, I'm like, I know, I know what the answer to this question might be, but, uh, you know, I don't want to assume, uh, yeah. but what, what, what is the most important thing you've learned? You know, just kind of like throughout all this. And, uh, I think we can end on Kobe, but just, you know, just kind of sticking to this point, you know, what, what is that thing, you know, and what was your life like before and after? <laughs> yeah. 
So I, I've got two, I've got two most important things, um, in, in what I, what I've learned in life and it's yeah. been a big process of, of learning it. But, yeah. um, number one, what I've said before is just my spirituality, my relationship with God, like having that is probably the most important thing that I've learned. It's my guiding thing, my, my map. Um, and just, just realizing that God knows best for me and he, he wants the best, best for me. Yeah. And so I'd say that's, I'd say that's number one. Um, okay. and, and number two is that I can't do it by myself. Right. I, I've tried and I still try. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but realizing that you need other people around you and, and, and that's what, that's what Kobe is all about is humbling yourself and be like, I, I can't, I can't do this alone. I can't do all these things that I'm meant to do alone. I won't, yeah. if you try to do it alone, you're never, you're never going to reach your full potential. Mm-hmm. You need, you need other people around you. You, you just, you just do. And for, for multiple reasons. And so mm-hmm. that's, that would be my big number two is, okay. is learning to ask for help, learning to bring other people in on the process. Yeah. Um, and in doing that, you'll get way further. For sure. Yeah, that's big. That's that's a big lesson that I had to learn too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just uh, in basketball, they call it hero ball. I was playing hero ball my my whole life, <laughs> putting up putting up all the shots, you know. And uh, yeah. it's 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 a heavy load, you know, to play to play that way. The game of life to play basketball that way. Anything, you know, you gotta you gotta have a team. So yeah, I I, I definitely uh, that resonates with me as well. And um, I just would love, man, just for you to just to kind of, you know, uh, just maybe end with us talking about Kobe and uh, just, you know, letting, letting our listeners know those of us who may be creative out there who, or just looking for a community that, you know, uh, Kobe may uh, present itself to be for whoever the, whoever the individual is. You know, I would love for you just kind of to put it out there where they can maybe find more information about Kobe and, you know, how they could potentially support. And, um, yeah, you know, I just you know, open that up to you to do yeah. that. So again, Kobe is for creatives, leaders, dreamers, and entrepreneurs um, who are looking for a place to connect and to collaborate, work, and rest side by side. So um, we, you can find us at our website. It's co-b.org. And we've got all our social media. we got Instagram, Facebook. You can join that um follow along there that's where you'll see anything that's happening there and uh, you can connect with us we also do events so if you you check our website we'll have any of the events that we're doing any upcoming ones and then also we've just launched a mastermind which is basically again if you have a project or business or an idea that you are working on or want to start and haven't started uh, just gives you an opportunity to connect with other people and have a creative support group and uh, lots of other benefits to that. And so um, if that's you, just go on the website and there will be the mastermind page there that you can sign up on. And so, um, yeah, we've got lots of amazing things. And um, for anyone that is looking for community and anyone that's looking for a community that will help support their dreams. Wow. Thank you, Josh. Um, is there... 
So just for, two more questions for you, man. Um, tell me something. So this is, these are fun questions. Uh, tell me something that's true that almost nobody agree, agrees with you on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Um, let's see. True that no one else agrees with me on. You know, <laughs> I feel like I feel like some people are totally passionate the other way about this. But you know, the way that I do my schedule and my time, mm -hmm. I I'm a creative. Other creatives will probably appreciate this or at least resonate with it, but. I am a way spontaneous person. I've tried to have the daily calendar of here's what I'm doing each hour. Um, yeah. Even having even less structure than that has stressed me out so much. But I think I think calendar wise, I, I leave a little bit more of an open calendar. Um, and yeah. I know I know so many productive people would totally disagree with me. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure Mark would probably <laughs> disagree with me there. I've, I've tried it. Um, I bet you I could probably get in a passionate debate with lots of people about that, but I yeah, would say yeah. how, how I lay out my calendar um, is probably where people would disagree with me. But yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, I'm getting stuff done and it yeah, works for me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm afraid of the feedback that I'm gonna get from anyone that listens to this. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, we'll we'll probably get a lot of uh, comments on that one, yeah. but it's okay. Yeah. You know, it, it works for you. That's all that yeah. matters. <laughs> uh, is there anything, man? You know, I should have asked you, but didn't. You know, I'm. You know, Josh, I, I'm working on my journalism. I'm working on it, man. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, we. You know, one of I, I'm. See, I'm the classic responsible sibling yeah because i wrote down like all the questions and like little notes because i know i forget in the moment but yeah. one of the questions is um what um inspires me what um it like brings out mm. my best self yeah i don't think sure. we talked about that did we nope i think we, yeah. we were touching on it and uh i was like i think he answered it so but i'm glad yeah. you brought it up <laughs> yeah but um basically yeah i guess i did we did touch on this a little bit but just like creativity and creating in general like yeah i like i i spend time on pinterest and um looking at um design stuff and like architecture see i still have the architecture thing in me the mm -hmm. design thing um yep. but creating and creativity with other people and yeah. it does go along with what Kobe is all about, but mm -hmm. um, some of the best stuff is, that has brought out my best stuff is um, like working on short films with like 20 other friends and just okay. like, doing this whole process. That's actually on, on, um, on a couple of my Kobe podcasts, um, but we just, we uh, brought our um, like 10 year old filmmaking to present day life with oh, just more people um there was there was less there was less guns there's still there's still a couple and like an explosion or two but uh but <laughs> we brought in like time machines and, and all that kind of stuff so like doing that kind of stuff just having fun and creativity with other people and just like like we did a premiere for like a hundred people which is nuts that wow some 
film, short film that we made. But yeah. yeah, doing that brings out my best stuff and I would love to do so much more of it. Yeah, man. That's, that's, that is really cool. And uh, please invite me, you know, I'll, I'll be, yeah. it could be, it could be 101. I'll be there. Yeah, there we go. I love it. <laughs> and then, the, oh, the other thing is basketball, which I haven't gotten to play for like the last three months. That is, oh, um, that is something that brings out. I, well, maybe it doesn't bring out the best of me. I don't know. I'm a little bit competitive, so. <laughs> but, but it gives me so much life and I yeah. cannot wait to play um, some full court basketball as soon yeah. as everything clears up some more. Is, is, is uh, competitiveness, is competition one of your uh, top five? Um... Surprisingly not, but I don't, I don't know if it was like I didn't want to be seen as competitive, so I answered all the questions <laughs> the opposite way, so I didn't. Right, but, right. But I'm, I'm competitive. Oh, you can ask my wife, you can ask my family. But yeah. like, I will be competitive in anything, board games, okay. um, sports, um, I mean, pretty much anything that there can be any sort of winning or losing. So, <laughs> so yes, I'm I'm competitive. It probably yeah. probably my top ten. Really, that's 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 so interesting, me. Because uh, I did have you know you know you have to come back because I had some, yeah. I had a, a a thousand questions for you, but uh, <laughs> I want I wanted to be mindful of your time. But what 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 is your number one strength? My remember. number one strength, I believe, is because I've taken it twice in the last. Um, five years it's either futuristic I think it might be futuristic okay um, futuristic or strategic okay yeah gotcha gotcha that's that's always thinking about the future yeah yeah I would just love to you know when we, when we talk again just kind of learn how your, your your strengths are kind of fueling this next phase in in, in your life you know with, the, with Kobe and some of the projects that you're doing uh if if there is um if these if these new environments are cultivating, you know, are, are, are a good space for you to cultivate those strengths, you know, uh, compared yeah. to what you were what you were doing previously, and uh, we don't have to get into it now because yeah. I know, you know, we we're, we uh, we've been talking for a while, but I would love for you to come back, man, you know, and uh, yeah. we can definitely, uh, you know, just touch on a few other things, and it's a thousand questions I can ask you, Josh, and plus we just oh. need to catch up. We just need to catch I know up. we just we just need, dude. We're you're coming over. You're gonna yeah on our deck. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I'm I'm excited for the next time because yeah, man. I would love to talk about those things too. Today, yeah. today was more. Today was like more of the like um, ideologies and mm-hmm. uh, more of the um, abstract yep. values, beliefs. And yep. So so yeah. People, so people will get to hear more of the practical side of things. Yes. Yes, next sir. Time next time. So make sure you guys tune in, whoever you are. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, Josh, man. Appreciate you being on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Love being here. Hey, so everybody, thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. Um, we always like to leave to end, you know, just talking about the definition of success. And uh, as Josh said, you know, his definition of success is uh, connecting with God, being loved by God, having respect for his, for his, for himself and for others and just being himself right and i think that that is a very very solid uh definition of success and uh, on the show we define it as trusting and loving the process not more than the end result right and i believe that you know if we take a little bit from both of those and add some of what's your maybe definition of success that you know we'll, we'll, we'll be more limitless right uh so until the next time everybody until next week 
uh, stay limitless and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. For more episodes just like this one, be sure to subscribe to Limitless Belief wherever you get your podcast. And remember, knowing means nothing until you apply it. So get going, get growing, and I'll see you on the other side of Limitless. Thank you.